We learned today for Alias Neshama of Chaim Tzvi Ben Shalom Cooperman, who's the art scientist today. And we also continue to learn for Fur Shlema for Akiva Ben Chai Rachel, who needs a Rafur and the Yeshua. <clears throat> Says the Gemara, we're at the second of the wide lines on Dafi of Gimel Manalfa we left off yesterday. Yosef Zacha, Yosef Zacha, why, in what sense that? He buried his father, and because of that, uh, he was buried by the by the leader of Bnei Israel. At the time that, uh, since Yosef was himself a leader, and he took charge and led the funeral of of um, Yaakov Avinu, so he was Zelcha, that the greatest person that later on Moshe Rabbeinu uh, took part in his burial. Says the Gemara, Ma'ishem Mikar, when it talks about Yosef taking up his father Yaakov, Ma'ishem Mikar d'chsev ha'yavah Yosef l'ikvar asavah. He went up to take up his father, v'yalos kol avdei pare, and all his servants, the Egyptians, also came up with him. And then afterwards it says, v'hadar, afterwards it says, v'chol beis Yosef v'echav u'beis avim. First you mention the Egyptians, and then you say the whole house of Yosef and his brothers and his father's whole household. So why first do you mention the Egyptians, and when later on, Yaakov's whole family, Maishal Basov, later on when they came back, it says, Vayosha Yosef When they return, Yosef came back, Huva Echo, first it mentions his brothers, meaning Yaakov's family, Then you mention all the other entourage, including the Egyptians. Why are the Egyptians mentioned in the first case? They're mentioned first, and then later on they're mentioned at the end. Before they saw the honor that was bestowed upon Yaakov. They didn't give him such kavod. They didn't see the great honor that was that they hadn't seen it yet until the burial took place. After they saw the kavod that Ben Yisrael gave to uh, to Yisrael to Yaakov, it says they came under they when they uh, when they went there they came at was a place the granary of Atad. But Atad is really like uh, uh, thorns or uh, bushes. Does uh, does do people make a granary out of out of uh, bushes and and thorns? People don't make a granary out of that. They make a granary out of grain. What happened was they surrounded the Aron, the beer of Yaakov was surrounded by um, by crowns. Kagoran like like a granary. They put uh, uh, bushes and uh, brambles, uh, thorns around. Uh, a Goran to protect it. So the same way over here, that's why it was called Goranota, because they put crowns around uh, Yaakov's uh, coffin. Shabo Sham B'nai Esav. B'nai Esav came, in other words, the other members, right? Not only the B'nai Esav, of course, Yaakov's nephews, B'nai Yishmael, or B'nai Keturah, the whole family, the extended family came for the funeral. Tanakum and Muhammad, they really came to fight against the B'nai Yisrael, the B'nai Yaakov. Once they saw the crown of Yosef, who was the king of Egypt, uh, the viceroy of Egypt, um, uh, hanging on the Aaron of Yaakov, they all felt uh, that, you know, they all like they melted. Uh, they didn't want to fight anymore. They all took their crowns. They hung them on the Aaron of Yaakov. They themselves, in other words, the family of Esau and, um, and Yishmael. Rashi means there were 36 crowns on the Aaron of Yaakov. One was that of Yosef. And the other ones, Rashi points out, were the Nasim of Yishmael and the Alufim of Yishmael, the other, the other extended family 
they put them all in there. They, they carried out a great, um, a great eulogy there, great, uh, you know, the cover heavy, sore, like it was really like crying out, even the horses and the donkeys took part in the in the in it. Some say, you know, they neighed and they brayed. Marsha says they dressed them. You ever see uh, like when they have the oh, you'll see it when they're going to have the uh, coronation soon, right? And of uh, King Charles, yeah. uh, they're going to have the horses also dressed. So here, with it was what, what they did in those days was that they they would dress the horses with black garments also to show the bereavement. So he says even they took part. <laughs> when they came to Mars Machpelah, where they were going to bury uh, Yaakov Avinu, also Esav, Esav showed up. Kamakov, he didn't let him in. I'm going to let him listen. Mamre Kirisarba, he Chevron, right? Mamre is, is the Kirisarba, the, the city of four, meaning the four couples, Chevron. He wasn't quoting Rav Yitzchak, Rav Yitzchak, but he explained, Rav Yitzchak says Kirisarba. Why is it called Kirisarba? Arba Zuka, so there were four couples there. Anamachava, Avram Masar, Yitzchak, Rivka, Yaakov, Aleah. Okay, at that point, how many were in there? Seven, right? Yaakov was about to be buried, right? Leah was already buried there. So Esau said, look, he buried Leah, his wife there, right? In his spot. In other words, there were two spots left. One for, you know, he took, he took uh, one spot for Leah. That was Yaakov gave him, gave Leah, uh, gave Leah his spot. The other spot's mine. You couldn't put Yaakov in there. I belong in Marshall. There was only room for eight. There was only eight. There were two, you know, four, four pairs or eight burial spots. The other one's mine. He didn't want to let him bury Yaakov there. Amalei Zavin said, you sold it. You sold your share. Amalei needed Zavin and I sold my, my, my first, my firstborn rights, right? My Bechorah. She Zavin, but I didn't sell all my rights. I'm still a brother. So he's, he doesn't get a double, you know, the double share. I gave him the extra share, right? But I'm still, uh, I'm still, I'm still, uh, you know, I'm still equal to him as, as a regular brother. I'm not a bachor anymore, but I'm still a regular brother. There were two spots left. He took one for his wife. The other one's mine. Amulei, hey, no, 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 no. Uh, he took that one too. The siv, the Yaakov said, I buried her in the kever. And he said to bury me in the kever that I dug there. means selling. Kira doesn't just mean digging. Could also mean selling. She came to Kirchayam in the seaside places. They call that Kira. So he says, I bought it. Uh, I bought the whole thing. And you're right. The Bechor, I'm not talking about the Bechor, but Yaakov, who was dead now, they said he had bought that, that spot from, uh, from Asaf. So Asaf said, You got the star? Do you have the bill of sale? Do you have a receipt? As they say, do you have, a, do you have any proof? Do you have a receipt that I sold it? Well, it's all with the papers back in Egypt, right? The file cabinet is down there. <clears throat> so Umani, so how are we going to get it now? They're standing here in Maras Machpel and Kirisarba, a few miles down the road from here. How are they going to get back to Egypt? Not going to slip all the way back to Egypt. Who's going to go? Nezel Aftali, let's say Naftali, the Khalil Kiyosik, because he's as swift, as fast as a, as a deer. He runs real fast. The Siv Naftali he's like a, a, a sent out, a, a deer that's a sent out. I know Sinamar Shepherd who makes, who gives nice words. Amr Bavu al Tikri Imre Shepher Ella Imre Sefer, right? That uh, that um, Imre Sefer that meaning Imre Sefer the Sefer meaning the the they had to bring proof now, right? It was like he was going to bring he was going to bring proof uh, of the um, of what was going on of the of the star, right? So um, so that's apparently maybe one Imre Sefer the nice words of Torah or it could be the Sefer the proof of uh, of purchase. You need a, a receipt. 
So what happened then? Chushim braid the Don. Chushim, who was a son of Don. Don was one of the sons, right? One of Yaakov's uh, sons was Don. And Chushim was his son. Uh, Tamar, he was there, like with the rest of the family. He had heavy ears, meaning he couldn't hear. He was hard of hearing. Amalui said, Maya, what's going on over here? What's this? What's this all tumult? What's this fight about over here? Uh, he didn't, he couldn't hear Asaph talking. He didn't know what was going on. Amalui, uh, and they told him, come on, give hi. Asaph is holding us back from the burial. Ados and Naftali, Merah and Sraim, until Naftali comes back from from uh, from Eretz with Sraim with the uh, with the bill of sale. Amalui, Ados and Naftali, until until he schleps back. Meharid the Mitzrayim until he comes back. Yehei Av Avi Abba, my grandfather, that was Yaakov, it's Chushim's grandfather, Mutl Bazayim needs to be laying here in Bazayim out in the heat. He's going to be standing, he's going to be laying here until he comes back from Mitzrayim for days and days. Shakul Kufi took Sik Machia Reshe and he smashed it on Aesop's head. Natranene, he was killed and his eyes fell out. Naflu and his eyes fell out on Karadiyakov by the feet of Yaakov. Paschinu Yaakov Lene and Yaakov opened his eyes when he saw that and he laughed, he smiled. I understand Yismach Tzadik Yichaza that Tzadik will be happy when he sees and come uh, when he sees the revenge that he's going to get. And this is what happened over here. Pa'amab, you know, you wonder what happened to all the other, what happened to the rest of, of uh, Esau's entourage? You know, they didn't seem to fight back. They couldn't handle it. So Pa'amab, Pa'amab Kichaza, the Pasuk of Yismach Tzadik Yichaza, Nakam, Kichaza Nakam, Pa'amab Yerches Padama Rasha, his feet will be washed in the blood of the Russia. In other words, if to say that here Yaakov, look what happened. Yaakov's grandson took the lead, uh, killed Esau there, and uh, and that's how they they settled the issue right then. At that point, the prophecy of Rivka came true. Remember, said, why should I be bereaved of both of you? Why should I lose both of you on one day? They didn't both die on the same day because Yaakov died in Egypt and Esau died right there. Even though they both didn't die on the same day, but they, the burial was on the same day. If, if Yosef hadn't taken charge of Yaakov's burial, uh, in other words, why did they, the question is not that wouldn't they have done it, but why did they allow Yosef to take the whole thing? They were just as responsible for their father's burial, including Reuben and all the other brothers. You know, why did they leave it to Yosef? Also, also, Bonav Artsikhan, they all took part in it. Why did they leave Yosef to, 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 to lead the uh, funeral? Umru, they said, Hanichu, Hanichu, look, the honor of Yaakov is greater if the if a king, Yosef was a king, if he takes charge. If he takes charge and if he takes part and leads the funeral, that's more covered for our father, for our late father Yaakov. So, of course, because Yosef was the greatest and he took he took charge of the funeral. So Moshe, he was over that Moshe, the greatest person at that time, took uh, took part in his funeral. Look how great, uh, how dear the mitzvahs are on Moshe. When they were all leaving Egypt, Pesach now, right? They were all leaving Egypt in a rush and they were taking the spoils of Egypt. Of Egypt. He was also in the mitzvah. What was the mitzvah? Burial of the dead, burial of Yosef. The smart person will take the mitzvahs. You take the cash, I'll take the mitzvahs. How did Moshe know where Yosef was buried? After all, he had been buried many years before. So how did he know where to take his body up? Amru Sarah Basash had lived for hundreds of years. She lived a very long life. The door. She had been, she remained alive from that door when Yosef had died. 
Haloch Moshe Etzla. Moshe went to her. Amalo, Kumati Das Hechad Yosef. Do you know where Yosef is buried? Amalo, she told him, Aaron Shal Mateches, he had a metal coffin. Also, a Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim, this for him, or also Mitzrayim or Mitzrayim. The Kavu Benelson, they put it in the in the Nile River, Benelson, the Arkadashis Baruch Mevav, so that the waters of the Nile would be fruitful and plenty, because as Rashi explains, Egypt doesn't get rainwater. Uh, enough rainwater to supply them. They also they are all living from the Niles. We see today when the fights in Africa are taking place, right, with Ethiopia, etc. If they if the if the Egyptians shut off the Nile from going down downstream, everybody else starves. Everybody, the whole Egypt is is supplied by the water of the Nile. So they put it in there so that they 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 put Yos uh, they put Yaakov's kever in there, uh, Yosef's kever in there, so that the the, the water should be blessed. Halach Moshe. He stood by the bank of the Nile. Omelo, Yosef, Yosef. He yelled out. He didn't know where it was. Somewhere in the Nile River. Go figure where it is. The time has come that Hashem had sworn that I'm going, I, God, I'm going to re- redeem you from Egypt. Now it's time. The Shvur that you swore B'nai Yisrael, you foreswore B'nai Yisrael too, that what? That we're going to take up Halisemes Asmos if you show yourself, look, fine, we'll take you. If we don't know where you are and you don't show yourself, then we are free of the Yeshua. So right away, the Aaron of Yosef, even though it was made out of iron, right? It uh, Metal is iron. It, it floated to the top. How can metal float? How can iron float in the water? You shouldn't ask a question. How can how can the iron float in the water? Sure, exhibit says later on by by Elisha, it says by one of his uh, students here, Mapila uh, Kora, he was knocking down a beam, cutting down a beam. That's a barzo nafalamayim, and the axe head flew into the water. And he said, Aha, don't you, oh, where, where, what I'm going to do now? I don't have the axe head anymore. Lushal, and it's borrowed. It's not even mine. Borrowed from somebody. Where did it Where did it fall into the water? He saw on the place where it fell in the water. He took a piece of wood by Ashlak Shama. Alicia threw it there. By Yotzeva Barzel, and the that caused the Barzel, the axe head, to float up. And so you see that even miraculously, uh, uh, um, under the power of uh, great people, the uh, even uh, metal uh, or iron can float. Alicia, Alicia was a Talmud student of Eliyahu. Eliyahu, Moshe. In other words, Alicia wasn't even the student of Moshe. He learned his Torah, but he didn't. Or he didn't come in contact with Moshe. So because of Elisha Tzav Barzel Mipanav, the uh, Barzel floated. And Moshe, Moshe Ben certainly would float. So that's what happened, and it floated to the top. Nosson gives a slightly different version. Oh, Omer, it wasn't in the Nile River, but the Kabbanit Shemulachem Haya. It was he was buried in the tomb of all the kings, the Egyptian kings there. Cover Halach Moshe Ben Malcham, and he stood there by the tomb Shemulachem. Omer Yosef. Said the same thing. The time has come that Hashem has said, "I will, I will redeem you." and um, I will free you from Egypt. And now the time that you swore for swore B'nai Israel to take your bones up. If you show yourself, what to find not we are free of your shvur because we've done our efforts. He didn't know which was the Aaron of Yosef. Right? It was a, a big sepulcher, the big tomb there. And many kings were buried there. All right away, Yosef's tomb, his his uh, coffin shook. So he knew that was it. Not the Moshe, Moshe, because that he had slugs such as him. All the years that they went through the through the midbar to Eretz Israel, 
all these all the years that they're in Midbar, they had two auras there, two boxes, two chests. One was a coffin, one was the shina, where they had the uh, tablets, the the the, uh, the two tablets were in there. They were walking, and these two were carried, uh, you know, together, the two coffins. So I opened some people who passed by said, Omer, what, what do you have these two boxes for? Uh, what are these two chests for? Omer, one is a coffin uh, of of um, Yosef. One belongs to the Shechina. One is Hashem. Do you put a mace with the Shechina? Is that proper? Uh, Yosef fulfilled everything that was written in the Torah, which was the, the which had the chest of the Luchos and uh, the Torah. Rashi brings down that it says that it's a Gorm Freshes that it says, it says, it says uh, Anochi. Uh, it says, and it says, in other words, Yosef said something corresponding to what was written in the Torah. And he goes through each pasuk about the Torah, about Shabbos. He says, you know, you prepare. What do you mean prepare? When he told him to prepare, it was Shabbos. And he prepared it for Shabbos. So he shows that Yosef fulfilled everything, even in Egypt, when he was a viceroy, he fulfilled everything that was written there. So the more same, same kash we had before, Moshe had Moshe not take part. Yisrael lo have Then Yisrael, his brothers, etc., and all the children wouldn't have. Why didn't they take place? Why did they allow Moshe to, to take place to take the lead? They did take part in the in the burials. We know Moshe, as we mentioned the other day, Moshe didn't actually go into Eretz Yisrael to bury them, to bury him, but he took the lead. So you see that the Yisrael, his brothers and his children and their children, they all took part in it. All Ben Yisrael took part in it. So why does Moshe have a lead? Um, they buried him in Shechem eventually in the share in the chalik uh, of Yosef. Wouldn't his own sons, wouldn't Yosef's sons, where they put the where they buried Yosef was that was the, that was in the chalik of Yosef, and he had children. His children were there too. His children would have buried him. Why didn't they take? Why didn't they take the lead? Let Moshe do it. Photo the Merub Number one, his son said, like, let let the whole Bnei Israel. We don't want to just do it ourselves. Tell all Bnei Israel. His covenant is greater with the multitude rather than just a small amount of people. The Suam and they said, Nicholok photo His covenant is greater covenant for him. Like just like Yos, just like the Bnei uh, Yaakov had said that it's better to have a uh, the king lead them. Same thing. Photo greater honor for our for Yosef. With Gedolim, with Moshe, rather than us who are lesser people. He was stolen. They took him out of Shechem. That's where it says where it says over there that Dosa and Rashi says it's not even a place. It was because of the story that took place wasn't even named. They took him out of Shechem. Therefore, they put his they put him back in Shechem. In other words, that's where he was stolen from, and that's where he was returned to. Moshe was the one who buried So who was it? Who took up the bones? Moshe took them or Ben Israel? If you start something, you don't finish it. And somebody else finished it. In Yiddish, you say if a person starts a job and doesn't finish it, it's called a chatsi malacha, a chutz malacha, chatsi malacha, right? He doesn't do the whole thing, right? The one who finishes it gets credit. Somebody else came with Gamru. 
The one who finished it is considered as if he did the whole thing. So therefore, even though Moshe started it, obviously God didn't let him in, so they finished it. So B'nai Israel were considered the ones who brought him up, even though Moshe started it. Not only that, not only does the person who finished it get credit for the whole thing, but the person who started it and didn't finish it in general, unless there's some excuse for it, right? He's removed from his gedula. What happened? Yehuda started to save uh, Yosef. Remember, he started arguing with his brothers and he wanted to save them, but he didn't finish the job, right? He started, he didn't finish, he didn't save him at the end. So because of that, he was also removed from his gedula. He was, he was um, um, degraded, right? Or reduced, demoted, demoted, demoted reduced in stature. Uh, he will even bury his wife and children. He lost his wife. He lost his children. So because he didn't finish the job, in other words, you, you have a job, you should finish it. Don't let others do it. And, and in this case, the case of Yosef, nobody finished it, right? They took him down. He says, he told them, take up my bones. When he was still alive, he said, take up my bones, right? So why was he called bones when he was still alive? Because he didn't object when the honor of his father was, uh, was um, uh, when his father was offended. How's that? The Remember when the brothers first came down, they didn't know Yosef was Yosef. They thought he was the king of Egypt. They said, our father, your servant. He didn't say, you know, he heard his father being degraded, like his father's his servant, and he should have said something, and he didn't. Why did Yosef die before his brothers? He acted with leadership. He acted like a, a big shot. In other words, he took he, he took pride in his uh, in his and in, in, he took too much pride in his in his stature. He was the leader, you know. He took he took the lead. He was the Rosh, uh, too much of Rosh. Better to maintain a low profile. The Yosef heard, it doesn't mean Rabbanus like you being just being a rabbi. It means leadership, you know. The Yosef heard of Mitzrayim. Uh, Yosef, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So he's a rabbi. The Yosef heard of Mitzrayim. Yosef was taking on Not that he was taking on Mitzrayim. He also lowered them. He was the one. He was the cause. Horid is a cause of it. He caused others to be lowered. The soothsayers of Paro were led with Amiglossan. Why? Because they couldn't interpret the dreams, and he could. The Sris Paro. Sris Paro is usually translated as the officer, right? One of the one of his officers uh, bought him. He bought him for himself. In other words, for Mishkuzah. He, he wanted him for a, was, uh, because uh, Yosef was very good looking, he wanted him for a homosexual relationship. Um, so the Gerson, uh, if you, in the parentheses, is Bar Gabriel. So Gabriel came and castrated, castrated Potiphar. Bar Gabriel Paro Paro is a bigger castration on the side. He says that uh, that Sirsa Sirsa is with, with the testicles, and Piro means he took off the whole aver, his whole uh, penis. So it, it, bigger castration. If you don't know the Gerson, Bar Gabriel Piro Mikarik said Potiphar himself Potifera. Piro's lesson is if to say that he was originally Potiphar. Now he's Potiphar without his genitals. So that's what that's what happened here. Milan Moshe, who was going to Moshe, Moshe goes on to tell the story. Moshe, Ravloch, Hashem says, Ravloch, you know, those are the very Hashem didn't want to let him come there to Israel. Enough. Amrav Levi, but Rav Moshe used the lotion of Rav when he says, Ravlochem Bene Levi. 
Therefore, he was also, in other words, everything is meter, connected meter, like we said, like this whole pair, this whole this mission was about, right? That Moshe said, Rav Lach, and Hashem told him also, Rav Lach. Rav Bisa, Rav Lachem Levi, when he talked to the Bnei Korach, Rav Lachem Bnei, and he was also told by Rav Lach, Rav Lach, enough for you, don't ask anymore. Dabar Acher, Rav Lach, Rav Yeshlach, we have a new rabbi, Umanu, who's that? Yoshua. Don't argue with me anymore. You shouldn't say that the Rav meaning of Shalom is too difficult, doesn't want to give in. The Talmud come sovereign. The Talmud Moshe is, uh, is persistent. Don't, don't, enough, don't, don't bother me anymore with this thing. People will say that I'm not giving in and you're too persistent. According to the camel is the load, meaning because Moshe Rabbeinu was such a great tzaddik, therefore Hashem was medactic with him even though the sin that he did didn't seem so great and uh, Hashem didn't want to give in. Why? Because he was so great. Because Moshe was great, therefore Hashem dealt with him on a higher level than other people. And he said, I'm 120 years old today. Jane Tamalimah, just had this the other day also. Today is my birthday. Today I finished my, all my days and my years. Hashem completes the days of Sadiqim from day to day, meaning he lets them, in other words, month to month, day to day, right? That he, he gives them a complete year, a complete, uh, you know, that, they're, that they live a full year, not a partial. The number of your days I will fill. I can't go out in anymore. What does it mean I can't go out anymore? He, he became weak, elderly. He became uh, fragile, you know, frail. Moshe ben Meir Besam Shani was 120 years old, but Moshe when he died, his force was not abated at all. Uh, he was, you know, totally 100% good. When he died, he went up from Arsmal to Hadavo. By the time we learned the Bryce, there were 12 steps there. He jumped all 12 steps at one shot. So obviously, he was physically, he was at full force even at, on the day that he died. He wasn't able to learn anymore. The gates of wisdom, God had closed up against him. He wasn't able to learn anymore. Moshe Yeshua went and they said, and they all, also Shabbos that week shall view Zuguehosa was, that Shabbos that week was, uh, was that, that day of Shabbos was um, uh, the pair, a pair of leaders on that day, right? It was just Mizeh. It was just was taken from Moshe. And as Moshe started off in the morning, and later on that day, Yoshua took over. And it was, uh, was given to and uh, given to Yoshua. That's what Rashi says that the The beginning of the day was means that week, maybe every day of that week. In the morning, Moshe taught in the evening, Yoshua taught. Who would need the Pasuk say if Shalom and you couldn't say it? You couldn't say say this on your own. Hechel Moshe Mace, where is he buried? The Chelkel Sharuvin. Part of the Pasik doesn't make sense. Pasik says that where did he die? He died in the Chalik of in the inheritance in the in the area of Ruvain. The Sivayam Moshe may Arvasmov El Harnavo. He went up to Harnavo, but Navo Bechalko Shruvain Kaima. The Navo is in the share of Ruvain, in the in the Chalik of Ruvain. The Sivane Ruvain Banu, they built different cities for Esnavo. So <clears throat> he died in Navo. That's where they all died. Navo Shisham Meskim on the V and Moshe Arnamir, they all died there. Because that's where the uh, the the of Machokek, the lawgiver, that's Moshe. 
So he's buried in the Chelik of God. So he died in one place. He's buried in another place. How far is it from another? Abamil in four miles or four uh, four Talmudic miles or, or uh, Persian miles, a long distance. Who took him from where to there? Nobody knows where he's buried. Who buried him? It says Hashem buried him. So who took him from there? He was on the wings of the Shekinah. In other words, they were, they were wailing uh, at the funeral of Moshe. Hashem, Hashem took him on his wings, so to speak. And the Malach Asharis were singing, said Hashem, they were, they were masked him, they eulogized him this way. And Hashem himself was saying, who's now going to fight against my enemies? Who is going to stand up for me against those, the, the, the uh, dealers of equity, iniquity? Who is this, like a smart one like this? Who is the one who's going to be able to make a compromise? Rashi says, who's able to make a shara, a compromise between me and my and my flock, my children. Who's going to be able to do that? Who's going to take his place? So where's we're going to find Chokhmah? Nachman Amar Yamasham Moshe, and Moshe died there. Moshe just Moshe. That's where he died. Samayin Amar Yamasham Moshe Sefer Rabbi Yisrael. He explained that. What does it mean? Who was Moshe? The great scribe of Israel, the great leader of Israel, the great Talmud Chacham. Time of Blazer Amar Gadol for. For an area of 12, mi- 12 miles by 12 miles, a large area, opposite the whole Benachish was there. Basko Mashmia, the Basko gave a voice, said, sent out a voice and said, and was made to her, like Samalia, who was a Chacham, said the same, said, that's what the Basko said. Samalia repeated what the, what the Basko had said, that Moshe has died. In other words, they didn't see him die, they didn't bury him, right? He died in one place. Uh, Hashem called out, like the Basko went out. Moshe, the great scribe of Israel, has died. Some say he actually didn't die. He died there. He was with God. He was with God. Just like there, he was standing and serving God. So it doesn't really mean from the word Sham Sham, you see that he didn't actually die. It's like he died, but he didn't actually die. Shem buried him in the valley of Eretz Moab. In the land of Moab, Mul based for opposite face. Amra Barachia, Simon Besoch Simon, Afilachilayada Ishas Gross. In other words, he tells you where he's buried. He's in the valley in the land of Moab, opposite base poor. We're giving you a good sign. There's a green sign there that tells you where he's buried, right? They're all looking for him. Still, even though we have all these signs, so nobody actually knows where he's buried. The, the uh, Romans had already sent Aislagistra Shell Base Poor. They sent to the governor of Base Poor in Moab. Show us where Moshe is buried, right? Why didn't they show us where he's buried? We want to know he's buried. They stood on top, like from a high point. It looked like it. They saw his burial spot below. They stood below. Looked like he was buried above. They divided into groups. Listen, it doesn't seem right. We're up here. He looks like he's down there. He's down there. Let's divide into two and we'll really figure it out. They divided into two groups. The ones who stood above, they looked like he was below. If you stood below, so they had the approximate place where he was buried, but they didn't know exactly. Nobody knows where he's buried. Even Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't know where he's buried. It's much from here that most people, when they're buried, they know where they're buried, right? Moshe didn't know where he was buried, but that most people would know. 
says, Nobody knows where he's buried. No person knows. Right? Even Moshe, even Moshe himself, he's, Moshe is the each. He's the man, right? He's the man. Uh, he doesn't know, even he doesn't know where he's buried. Why is he buried? To be to atone for the sin of worshiping the poor. We should follow God. He's a consuming fire. You can't walk with the We should follow in his characteristics, his midos. Right, just like he dresses those who don't have clothes, his wife, or he made them shirts out of hide, you should also dress the poor, the ones who don't have any 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 clothes. He visited the sick visited Avram after he had the bris Visit him, visit him. Say, "Avato, b'kach." We should also visit the sick. Because Baruch Hu Nicham Abayon, he comforts the um, he comforts the bereaved. The chiv by Yachri Mos Avram after Avram died by Baruch Hu Nis Yitzchak. Hashem blessed Yitzchak. But no, he visited Yitzchak and he told him. He says, "Nichmo alaviv uberchol berachas Abayon." He gave him the bracha of Abayon. Says Rashi. He gave him the bracha. Avato Nachem. You should also you should also comfort the bereaved. The Bach, there's a very long Bach over here. Take a look at the Bach. There's only one sim in there, Olive. He brings a different before this last Russia of uh, that you should follow in Hashem's ways. Look, look, re, re, I'm reading it inside. The Gosa Bach. He brings out another thing that said. Why was Moshe's, why was Moshe's um, burial spot hidden? Right, uh, nobody could see it. So Rabbi Wine always says, because otherwise they'd be selling postcards there. You know, it'd be a tourist spot. You know, they make a big uh, carnival out of it. He says like this: that the base of the Mingus were going to be destroyed. Well, the Gaulus is strong, and the people will go in, and the Jews will go into exile. Maybe they'll come to, to us if they knew where Moshe was buried. They'd come to his kever, Bosishah, at that time. And they would stand there crying. And they will uh, they will beg Moshe. They will tell the Omerlo Moshe Rabbeinu. And they will say, Moshe Rabbeinu, stand up for us. And Moshe would get up, in, so to speak, in his burial spot. And, 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 and he would make, he would nullify the entire decree of the destruction of Beis Hamikdash and the exile. That's why people go to, to the to the burial spots of the tzaddikim. The tzaddikim are more dear when they're dead than when they're alive. When they were in the midbar, the sarchu, and they sinned, they made eagle. Hashem got angry at Israel, and he was going to destroy them. Uh, stay away from me again. I'll destroy them all. Moshe, Aaron, Yoshua, Eldad, Omeidad, Ayin Hashem didn't save, didn't save B'nai Israel because of any of those. Only because of Moshe. So Hashem was afraid that that's if he would let people know where Moshe was buried, they would uh, they would go and whenever there'd be a there'd be, there'd be, when destruction was imminent, they would uh, come to Moshe and he would pray and he would be mavatal of Hashem. That's why he didn't let them. No, Hashem wanted to carry out his plan 
of destruction and exile, and that's why he didn't let us know where Moshe was buried. What, what kind of uh, shirts that he make, uh, clothing, uh, whatever, you know, he, he made for these, uh, these uh, shirts or uh, tunics, whatever he made for them out of a, what does it mean? Something that came from hide, meaning wool, something you're worn like on the outside, an abergam, something that the skin enjoys, which is more like linen, flax, which linen is made from flax, and something that really went right on the skin, meaning like, a, like an undershirt or a shirt that went right on the skin, not an outer garment made out of wool. Darsha, something like, You see, Hashem did a chesed at the beginning. He made them, he made them clothing. He didn't have, they didn't have any clothing. The selfie at the end is also chesed there. The simon says, He buried, Hashem buried Moshe in the valley. So you see that the beginning of the Torah is and the end of the Torah teach us how important Why did Moshe want so much to become into Eretz Yisrael? He begged Hashem and Hashem said, don't bother me anymore. You're not going into Israel. Why did he want so much to go into Eretz Yisrael? Famous line. He wanted to eat the fruits of Mituva, or to satiate himself from the goodness, from the great products of Eretz Yisrael. This is what Moshe said. Harvey Mitzvah is in Yisrael. There are many mitzvahs that B'nai Yisrael, B'nai Mavad, B'shkanam, there are many mitzvahs, you can only mekayim in Eretz Yisrael, mitzvahs that pull you as far as, you can only mekayim them in Eretz Yisrael. A kanasani, I want to go into Eretz Yisrael, Laaretz, Laaretz, Kedesh Yisrael, Mekul, and Eretz, I should be able to fulfill all the mitzvahs of the Torah, not only the ones that you can fulfill in the Chutzarts, but even the ones that are only fulfilled in Eretz Yisrael. Amalek, Kanesh Baruch Hu, Kulmat, Mekashelakabashar, what do you want? You want to get schar? For doing the mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael, Malini Alecha, I will consider it for you, Kilasisim, as if you actually did them. Don't worry about it. Even though you can't come into Eretz Yisrael, I'll consider it because you desire to do the mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael. I'll consider it as if you from kind the mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael. Shenemar Lachena Chalek Lo Barab. Therefore, I will distribute to him among many Vesatsumim, and for the mighty ones, Yichalek Shol, he will get the spoils. We'll see what this means in a minute. Tachas Hashirah Levav Asnasha, because he was willing to pour himself out to death. For B'nai Yisrael, as we'll see, he was willing to die for B'nai Yisrael. That's potion him that he counted himself among the sinners. He bore the sins of, of, the, of the whole nation. He interceded on behalf of the sinners. Right? So it says, I will distribute him among the many. Like the later leaders of B'nai Yisrael, not like the earlier ones, like government's I will divide the spoil, I will give him the spoils like the mighty ones. Who's that? Who are the mighty ones? Like the early ones. Shein Atsuma Matorah, who are mighty Matorah of mitzvahs, the greatest people of B'nai Yisrael, the forebears of Yisrael. Tachas Asher because he poured himself out to death for his, he was willing to give up his life for B'nai Yisrael. He was willing to give himself up to death. Wipe me out, kill me, get rid of me if you're not going to listen to what I'm going to do. He was willing to die for B'nai Yisrael. He was counted He was counted himself among those who sinned and died in the Midbar. And he bore the sins of many. He atoned for the, for the Maisa Egel. By atoning for B'nai Yisrael, he, he basically bore their sins. And he interceded on behalf of the sinners. He begged mercy for mercy for the sinners. She asked He begged mercy to, to encourage them to do to to tshuva. Kia is 
davening for them, interceding on their behalf. Don't pray for this nation. Don't spam. And don't carry on for them. And don't carry on for them with uh, song, song and prayers, supplications. And don't make any intercession on their behalf with me. Don't, don't even try to intercede on their behalf. So you see that Lashon of Kia is a Lashon of interceding on their behalf, praying for them. Tomorrow's daf, first day of Yant, the last day of Yantav, Shishu Pesach is Yudalib. It picks it up from here, the beginning of the parak. We start talking about the carbon that the Sota brings. It's important to learn that this daf, because, because on Sunday, on Sunday, on Thursday, Merit Hashem, on Isruchag, we'll learn daf Tesva from the fourth line. The fourth line on Tesva, we'll pick it up from there. Again, we're talking about the carbon of the carbon Mincha that the uh, so, that you have to bring that the sote has to bring, and um, I'll, as I mentioned before, I'll put up Daf uh, Yudalit uh, and Daf Tesvav today on the podcast for those who keep two days and want to maybe look, learn and get ahead. Learn today Daf Yudalit and Tesvav on Thursday. We'll pick it up from Daf Tesvav on the fourth line. Tzad Samech Lekulam Surot Tovot. Thank you. Says by Moshe Rabbeinu, didn't carry the Aaron. They came to him and said, "We're tummy. It's not our fault. That's why Pesach Sheni came. Mm-hmm. They were tummy. They were the ones carrying the Aaron. What are we carrying? It? Which Aaron? The Aaron of, 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 of Yaakov. Yeah, the people who were paid by Pesach Sheni. Yeah, yeah, that Pesach Sheni. But what does that do with what we're Moshe Rabbeinu didn't carry the Aaron himself. Right. Yeah. Other people carried the Aaron of Yaakov. Right. Right. The, the, the more 